The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. This is the WGNS Action Line, talking with Rutherford County newsmakers about what matters most to you. Now your host, Bart Walker. Well, good morning to you. Welcome into the Action Line from WGNS. This morning, we welcome as our special guest, Aaron Keo Rankin with Arosa Care. How in the world are you? I'm great. How are you doing? Doing fine. Good to have you with us today. Well, thank you. It's always a pleasure to be here. This is our special Senior Moments radio show. So if you are a senior citizen or have one that's in your family, turn the radio up a little bit. Absolutely. Tune in. That's right. You brought a special guest. Yes. I always um, love having our guests in, in the studio with us. And Bart... This is the month of June, and June is considered the um, Alzheimer's and Brain Awareness Month. And because of that, you know, it's not uncommon for Arosa to have some of our clients are challenged with uh, cognitive decline, and some of them have been diagnosed with dementia and or specifically Alzheimer's. And because of that, I thought, oh, what a perfect time to enhance the awareness of what is a brain disease right and such as alzheimer's and of course with it being alzheimer's and brain disease awareness month um i wanted to bring in our special guest this morning dina o'neill dina is a longtime volunteer um, with the alzheimer's association and with that she is now the volunteer executive chair for the walk to end alzheimer's and you probably are aware and if not now you will now you are aware that every year there is a walk uh to there's a a good push to enhance the awareness of alzheimer's and then also there's a walk nationwide right dina that's correct usually they will hold the walk um in the months of september or october yes and so with that i thought gosh what a perfect guest to have on this morning so welcome so glad you're here thank you when is the one here in town it'll be october 28th we will hold it at siegel high school and we are so excited this is a new location for us siegel high school has always been a supporter of the walk as long as i've been involved they usually have a walk team they raise money for the walk they come to the walk they're very involved and so now to have it there at that location uh, we're just really excited yeah. Now, do people put the teams together right now, or when do, should they start on that? Um, you can start January 1st every year. Yes, <laughs> yes. Signing up your team, I do, because you can fundraise all year long. We are currently behind our goal for teams and team members. And so we are asking everybody to consider going to walk walk.com that'll send you to the Rutherford County walked into Alzheimer's webpage there's a great big button right at the top <laughs> that says uh, do you want to form a team yes and um, just hit that button and if you've had a team before you can it'll 
restart your team for you. Mm -hmm. uh, you just give a little bit of information. If you've not had a team, we'd love to have some new teams join us. Now, what time does this all begin? You said October 28th at Siegel High School. Yes. When should people be there? Well, registration starts at 830. Um, there is no cost to come to the walk or participate in any activity oh, okay. and i think that's a little different from oh. a lot of other yes um organizations um you do not have to donate one dollar to participate mm -hmm. but um the money raised by the walk does go to support all the resources that are free of charge to families medical professionals senior professionals mm-hmm and right. so forth so registration 8 30 we have a little ceremony at 9 a.m kind of welcoming everybody talking a little bit why we're there introducing our main sponsors and then at 9 30 we start that walk yeah and how long does the well how how far is the walk right we uh because school has been in session we have not been able to go measure exactly okay the route okay um we had to wait for school to get out for the you know, the school year. Right. But um, it is under two miles. Oh, okay. Um, it is all going to be paved because we do know that we have walkers who come. Um, it might be moms pushing babies in strollers. It might be family members pushing a senior in a wheelchair. Yes. Uh, we have all ages at this walk. We are also a pet-friendly walk. If you have a well-behaved pet on a leash, <laughs> I'm not going to say dog because we did have a leashed cat one year. Oh, my goodness. And it walked with you? And it walked. <laughs> okay. And I we all it. turned around and was like, what? <laughs> it takes all kinds. It does take all kinds. Um, so all are welcome to the I walk. I love it. <laughs> pet That's or human. That's wonderful. I love the fact that... You really, truly want to be inclusive and not to have anyone intimidated if by chance they're not in a monetary position, right, yes. to donate. Yes. But they can certainly contribute and support emotionally, right? I love that you use the word support because we do consider walk day the biggest support group of the year. Oh. To honestly, my first walk ever you're, you're standing there, they're talking about why we're there. You're looking around and seeing all ages, yes. babies to seniors. You're seeing people with Alzheimer's who are there at the walk, walking, mm. raising money. Mm -hmm. And it just really hits you in the feelings. And I cried like a baby. I'll oh, admit it. Yeah. I cried like a baby. It hit me right in the heart. Yeah. I lost both of my mom's parents to Alzheimer's. She lost a brother to Lewy body dementia and her youngest sister has younger onset Alzheimer's. Mm. So this has impacted my family in a huge way. Yes. And so knowing that I'm helping to move this, this organization forward, they're the largest nonprofit provider of research dollars for Alzheimer's in the world. That's amazing. It really is. Speaking yeah. of research, yes, I know that you're really concerned with the research because you've lost family members. Yes. Are we better off now than we were a year ago, five years, uh, ten years yes. ago? Absolutely. So we were uh, in Rutherford County. We were very fortunate that the Alzheimer's Association sent two of us from Rutherford County to a national Alzheimer's conference. They paid everything for us. And there we learned 
all about what's going on in clinical trials, mm. what is coming down the path. In the past year, we've had the first two drugs ever approved by the FDA that directly treat the Alzheimer's disease. Thank goodness. Wow. They directly wow. treat yeah. it in the early stages I've of Alzheimer's, I need mm. to say. Yes. The oh, early man. stages. The early stages. Now, here's, here's a little bit of concern. The centers of Medicare and Medicaid mm-hmm. will not pay for these two drugs. They are the only two FDA-approved drugs the Centers for Medicaid and Medicare will not pay for. And the reason being? They won't say. Mm. So Cost a fortune, I'm sure. It is expensive, but let me say, there are other illnesses that have medications that are as expensive that they pay for. Hmm. Well, that's yeah. So it is not only the cost. We, we can't figure out why. Not my job to figure out why. But I will say that the Alzheimer's Association and all of the volunteers have been advocating, pushing to get the Center for Medicare and Medicaid to approve these drugs. Sure. Yeah. Hello, dear legislature. That's yes. right. That's yes. right. I mean, really. And honestly, our legislature has been amazing because they are behind this. Mm-hmm. They are behind our requests to have these drugs paid for. Mm-hmm. They are pushing right alongside us. So what we've been doing is going out as volunteers and having rallies in front of the Centers for Medicaid and Medicare offices. We've been writing letters to the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid. We've been asking our legislatures yes. to also communicate with them and just push, push, push. The VA has approved one of those two drugs and are paying for veterans to receive them. So if you're a veteran, you can, you, you can, can qualify. Hopefully you can qualify. Yes, for Lacanamap. Yes. Do you mind mentioning the two specific drugs you're referencing? And let me just say, you had also said that these are drugs, they're, they're not going to cure no, the disease. They will, not. they will treat the symptoms. They will extend the early stage of Alzheimer's by slowing that disease down considerably. This is a gift in many ways. One, that gives the person with Alzheimer's more time for possibly another drug to come out because we do have multiple drugs coming out this year with FDA approval Great. on throughout the year. Two, it also gives them time to be with their families in an aware state. Sure. Three, it gives them time to plan. They can make the plans for how they want their care to look like where they want to live as this degree disease progresses Mm -hmm. and so forth. And the fourth option is it is less expensive to live in the early stage of this disease because as the disease progresses, you need more and more concentrated care, more medications. True. Um, When you're in that late stage, you are in a very care costly. facility, typically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's, it's like daycare when you have yeah. a baby. Memory you know, you've got to have less, mm-hmm. um, less of a caseload. Right. The more progressive right. the disease becomes. Mm-hmm. So, Have there been studies to show how aware the Alzheimer's or dementia patient is as they go into the different phases? How aware are they of what's going on around them? Uh, 
that would be hard to determine, I would think. It is hard to determine because the disease is not a one-size-fits-all, okay? Alzheimer's is like a spectrum of a disease, okay? You might have this portion of it. You might have that portion of it. You can have parts of all portions of it. It's, it's, a, it's a spectrum. It's a slide of it. So it is difficult to pin that down. What they're focusing on in the research are... They're focusing on, can they extend that early phase of the disease? They're focusing on tests that can accurately diagnose the disease. Currently, I cannot go into my neurologist's office and have a test done and be told, yes or no, you have it, unless I had a PET scan done. Now, my insurance is not going to pay for that because that's really expensive, right? The only other way to definitively diagnose Alzheimer's is an autopsy. So So you were saying then, so a PET scan can give the neurologist uh, an idea, idea. a clearer idea. I mean, obviously, historically, the only way to truly decide or define or diagnose someone with Alzheimer's is via a lobotomy. And that's, you know, Right. right. But, um, you know, as far as BART, in reference to your question, I think, and Dina, I would assume you would agree that that's why it's incredibly important to have your loved ones, um, your primary caregiver, your care manager, whomever, your care team members, always be aware and very involved in one's care. So if there's a suspicion of cognitive decline, right, Mm -hmm. you note those uh, behaviors and really keep a a list of those um, kind of uh, not odd, but it's just it's uncommon for this particular patient to have behaved or responded to, you know, let's say their executive function is no longer as intact as it once was right would you say that's true yeah i mean it's really hard when somebody's with you day to day yes to see those little changes yes um it's also very difficult emotionally to admit hey mom yes. is really struggling mm-hmm. we need to go talk to the doctor yes or you can certainly call a rosa and have a care manager go out and do a, a home care assessment and all and just kind of get a layout of the land and get their finger on the pulse of what's going on in the environment and become very involved in that loved one's care and mm-hmm. advocate for them in that regard. They, they can also call a hotline that the Alzheimer's Association has, okay. 1-800-272-3900. That is staffed 24-7 by master's level clinicians. Mm-hmm. They can answer your questions. They can tell you the resources in your zip code. Mm -hmm. They can give you tips. Uh, Mom has been diagnosed. She's having difficulty one night. It's 2 a.m. Who are you going to call? Well, you can call this hotline and they can give you some tips. Hey, have you tried this? Right. Have you tried that? Yeah. Sometimes they just give that listening ear that you need Mm -hmm. at 2 a.m. Yes. To deal with it. Well, you know, I always say when in doubt, check it out. So it certainly is one where... You know, go continue to attend your annual checkups with your primary care physician. And during that 
time period, you know, the physician will usually ask, you know, so what else is going on? Have there been any, well, one, changes in your meds, but also anything else happening emotionally or what have you. So that's where it's important to to be prepared and note those behaviors. So many people are reactive to this disease. True. They are not pre-planning. They're not... Um, seeking to educate themselves because they they don't think it's going to happen to them right and so when that that diagnosis happens you're in a panic you're behind the eight ball Mm -hmm. you're trying to backfill everything you need to fill in there we're huge huge proponents of let's be prepared yes let's go ahead let's educate ourselves now Mm -hmm. we educate not only families but we go into businesses and we educate them because they're working with some of these people that's right you know the banks yes you know they're working with that um person that it's suspected there may be something going Mm -hmm. on Mm -hmm. they're noticing their double paying bills they're not paying bills they're withdrawing large amounts of money they're moving money around right um i I know of an instance of a family member of mine who tried to move a very large amount of money, <laughs> very large amount of money out of the bank account. And we were like, red flag. What, what are you doing? Right. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. Um, they were not able to explain what they were doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They thought they were paying a bill. So how did you handle that? Did you reach out to the emergency contact and their... Um, since it was a family member and their spouse was right there, we were able, you know, I was able to educate quickly and then we kind of pulled together a plan and I connected them with a neurologist. Yes. Um, and they kind of went from there with that. Yes. Um, I go to a neurologist every year for screening. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to be prepared. Yes. For, for a screening to see if you have Alzheimer's. Correct. Well, especially because it's it's in your genes, right? I it's, mean, genetically. It could possibly be in my genes. Yeah. So is this something people, for example, we have a question here from a listener who says yeah. they are concerned about this disease and have been for years. Uh, they don't have any family history of it, mm. but they're worried about it. Sure. And they keep seeing things in their life that they can convince themselves, maybe I need to. Yes. Do something. I uh, would say. What, what do you know? What do you need to know about? I would say, you know, number one, have that chat with your primary care physician. Okay. If your primary care physician isn't sure what to do, they will probably refer to a neurologist. If they don't, uh, I know, like my insurance lets me refer myself to a neurologist, which I did. I referred myself to a Good neurologist because my primary care physician said, "Look." I get the basic info on this in medical school, but this is not is not what I treat. So right. I don't really know a lot about it. I refer them mm-hmm. to the neurologist. Yes. Yeah. So um, I also educated myself by attending classes the Alzheimer's Association offers. They have one hour, what you would call a lunch and learn, where you can go and, and they have a class that's like, Uh, the 10 warning signs of Alzheimer's or what is Alzheimer's or we have a veteran specific training Mm. where um, we go in and we talk with veterans about the general 
signs of Alzheimer's, and then we give them veteran-specific resources because we've partnered with the VA, Operation Stand Down, mm-hmm. several other organizations around the Tennessee mm-hmm. um, area, right. and um, give them that specific information. Yeah. So, you know, education is the key. It is. It's incredibly important. But I also think it's important to note that, you know, with, with June being uh, Brain Awareness Month as well, that Alzheimer's doesn't necessarily equate itself to the number of candles on your cake bark I mean there could be a traumatic brain injury uh, vehicular accident or anything of that nature that impacts the brain and it's 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 having to be rewired so I think that's really important too that our listeners understand that that's some of the information we give veterans for example Mm -hmm. veterans are more likely to have a traumatic brain injury or PTSD if they have traumatic brain injury or PTSD, they are twice as likely to develop Alzheimer's or another form of dementia. Okay, I'll tell you what let's do. Let's pause for just a moment and check on the traffic and weather. We will be back and continue the conversation. Lots on today's program we need to cover. We're talking about Alzheimer's and dementia. We've had some questions already coming in. Uh, Don't wait until the show is almost over. If you have a question, text it to us, 615 893 1450. We'll be right back. All that's news, your afternoon local news, traffic, and weather update with Matt Lane. Weekday afternoons, 440 until all sports talk on News Radio WGNS. Hi, this is Peter Demas. One of the things that we've done years ago is we've been able to do our orders like our pastas and many other items that we used to be able to put them in large pans. And now we have a catering team that will even deliver it to your home. We can drop it off for you, set it up, or they can come in and pick it up. Look up our catering menu on www.demasrestaurants.com. This is Peter Demas at Demas's Restaurant. 1115 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro. Broadcasting from the Middle Tennessee Electric Studios, MTE Sharing Change is funded by members who round up their electric bills to the nearest dollar each month as a donation and support hundreds of local nonprofits. Find out more at sharingchange.org. Hi, this is Amanda from Animal City. We need to be especially mindful to protect our pets from fleas and ticks. Here at Animal City, we carry a variety of products to keep your dog and cat safe. In addition to products that will directly protect your pet, we carry a variety of items to keep your home safe as well. Here at Animal City, we would like to thank Murfreesboro for letting us be your family-owned and operated pet store for 33 years. You can find us at Animal City at 919 Northwest Broad. Overnight, Good Neighbor Talk turns to UFOs, aliens, the unknown. It's coast-to-coast AM overnight every night on WGNS Murfreesboro. Welcome back. We are talking about Alzheimer's and dementia this morning, something that's on most people's minds. I guess when we think of diseases these days, we think cancer and Alzheimer's. Those are the two feared diseases. Well... Yeah, Bart, and, uh, what, Alzheimer's is the ninth leading cause Six. of, sixth leading cause of death in America and the fourth leading cause of death here in Rutherford County. That's what I don't understand. We, we've had this on before. Yes. That this is one of the hotbeds of dementia. Why, yes. Why is that? There's a variety of, of 
situations that can lead, they don't definitively lead, but they can lead to Alzheimer's. You know, here in the South, we love a meet and three. Amen oh, to that, yeah. sister. Yep. You know, um, our it's not good for our brain, though. No. Okay. Um, so diet. We need to eat right. Diet is um, a big component. Exercise, um, education, and that does not mean formal education. I read all the time. Like I'm constantly, I'm in a book club that's professional. So we're constantly reading books. Well, that exercises my brain. Reading is a very complex exercise for the brain. Yes. Then we have discussions about it. Talking is an incredibly complex exercise for the brain. We're also socializing ourselves. Socialization is a big thing when you notice somebody starting to isolate themselves. Right. Ding, ding, ding. Right. Let's start looking at some other things. Sometimes we just don't want to be around other people. That's okay. But when you're looking at somebody who is not communicating with others, they're not using their language. They're just kind of sitting That's there true. withdrawn. Or if they're just walking off. Yes. Like they're, they're just goodbye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, right. Cutting themselves off. It could be because they can't bring forth the words expressively to verbally say things it could be receptively they're not understanding what you're saying what's going on in the conversation mm-hmm. um, it could be a variety of things so socialization's another thing smoking drinking right there, there are a variety of things that these are the same thing we it. hear all, all the, the time. time. A healthy all heart is a healthy brain is what That's we like true. to say. That's true. And you can apply it to, you know, we've said in the past, Bart, motion is lotion. So that yeah. same would apply with our brain, right? With those correct wonderful so- cells and all. And, you know, I'm thinking about as far as as we age, it's not uncommon. We have a spouse that passes. So we start mm-hmm. to withdraw. So you had mentioned the isolation piece. It is so incredibly important to still stay connected with your family members with your church fam whomever your support group is right speaking of support group i know earlier you had mm-hmm. mentioned that you viewed the walk the yes. the event as a, a overall support group is there a support group here in rutherford county and if so where do they meet and when there are multiple support okay. groups throughout Rutherford County. Okay. And if anybody would like that information, they can go to the website www.alz.org and in the search bar enter support group Tennessee or support group Murfreesboro, Tennessee, right. Laverne, whatever. And it should pull up. And even if you're not comfortable in a group-like environment to mm-hmm. share your most intimate thoughts or, you know, I mean, it's a vulnerable space to be in when you're saying, I'm really not sure how to handle my loved one's behavior or so on and so forth. Um, I think it's really important that people know it's a safe space and one that is confidential unless you choose to take that information outside the walls of that support group, right? Correct. And then we have we have events throughout the year. So yes. for example, coming up soon, we haven't released the date yet, but coming soon, kind of a save the date. Okay. Um, at 
at Adam's Place, we're going to have a Walked in Alzheimer's kickoff event. Oh, nice. Where everybody's invited to come out, learn more about the walk, what the money is used for with the walk, and connect with others who are participating in the walk. And then that's kind of a support group of its own right there. That because is you true. connect with others who've either lived through this with a family member, a loved mm-hmm. one, or... Um, are currently going through this. And for me, you know, hearing the stories from people who are in the early stages who are discussing the disease that's impacting their own lives, that has the biggest impact for me personally. At the conference I was able to go to in San Diego, they had multiple people come up who were currently living with the disease, who were able to give their story and talk about how they noticed this, how it came about, and then what their life looked like after the diagnosis. Yes. And some of these people were in their mid to late 30s. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. So younger onset Alzheimer's is a diagnosis of Alzheimer's disease under the age of 65. So it can be 35 to 65. And people are being diagnosed 35 to 40 with this disease. So it's mm. reaching out and getting younger people all it the time. It is. I actually have a family member diagnosed with this disease who's my age. And um, I'll, I'm not shy. I'm 53. And she's a baby, Bart. Yeah. She's. I don't feel it. I don't feel it. But um, it it is an incredible impact when you have somebody who's 35 who typically is going to have a younger family. They have young children. Mm -hmm. They have a a wife or a husband. And this just rocks their world. And to be able to go to these events, um, be with others who live with this disease, who um, are able to go and receive these resources free of charge. Let me add that. This is a really expensive disease between medications, doctor's visits, all the things. It adds up. It can be very expensive. And to be able to go somewhere and not be charged and be given this gift of yeah. all these resources, mm-hmm. that's incredible. It's important, too, to remove the stigma of a brain disorder, a brain disease, Alzheimer's. Remove right. the stigma. We're all in this together. It is still very much a what we call a hidden disease. People don't want to talk about it. They don't want to admit that they have it. A spouse has it. A family member, a friend has it. When I go in and I do talks with groups, I always ask the groups, raise your hand if you have somebody or had somebody in your life with this disease. And about half the room will raise their hands. And I will guaranteed see people looking at each other saying, I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. You never told me that. Right. I didn't know that. Because we don't talk about it. Mm -hmm. We just don't talk about it. I talked once to my grandmother about it, my other grandmother. And I said, you know, uh, did you ever see this a lot, you know, going on as you were growing up? And she said, honey, no, we just thought they were crazy. We just, <laughs> we just go put them in the back room and oh, when we had no. company and then we just go along, go along oh, and do no. our business. Oh. You know, we just took care of them. Yeah. We just took care of them. That's all. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, do, right. do you still think? That? And she was like, no, I've yeah. learned not from you. That's right. And I'm like, oh, good. Okay, good. Right. Because, yes, 
in the past, previously, this was thought of as a mental health disease, Mm -hmm. that somebody was crazy. They were losing their mind. And that is so far from the truth. Just senile. Mm -hmm. This is a physical disease, Mm -hmm. a health disease. Yes, yes. And not everyone can navigate that terrain. And because of that, that's where you want to call in professionals, um, such as a ROSA, right? And because like our non-medical caregivers, they are specifically trained in how to navigate that. There are certain dynamics that come into play when you're interacting uh, with an individual that has that diagnosis. As far as communication, redirecting them, trying to get them to you know put on chain we're going to change your depends right your undergarments because your bladder bowel incontinent or what have you and alzheimer's patients are so incredibly unique and dina as you had mentioned earlier it's not a one-size-fits-all no so no even though i might have two patients with the same diagnosis i have to respond to them very very differently so our non-medical caregivers respond, and I, as a care manager, would respond as well as far as when we are going to their doctor appointments and just having, you know, just a certain cues and all that we provide. It's amazing. So you're talking about education, Dina. It's not yes. only, as you said earlier, it's not only for the layperson. It's also for the professionals as well in the healthcare industry. You know, one of the classes we have is about communication yes. with somebody with Alzheimer's. Um, you know, if there's one piece of advice I could give people is when you're talking with somebody who has the disease and they are saying, for example, the sky's purple mm-hmm. and they're, they're just utterly convinced the sky is purple right now. And they are trying to make sure you understand that. Don't try to argue with that. Sure. Don't say, no, the sky's really blue. You want to, as you mentioned, redirect. Mm-hmm. Try to change the subject. Um, try to talk about other things. You're not going to convince them that or they're e- incorrect. Right. Or even go along with that and tell me more. What else do you see in the sky? Yeah. You know, so, I mean, it's totally okay because that's their world. What's un- what's not okay is when we on the periphery are trying to convince the patient otherwise. So it's just not fair to the patient. Correct. We have a question here from a listener that sort of fits in with what you're talking about. They said that they have a friend who was just diagnosed with Alzheimer's, and they said that it's a type that they're not familiar with. Uh, They said that the person talks normally about normal things and then pauses and stops the sentence, Mm -hmm. mid-sentence, and then uh, there's silence, Mm -hmm. and then they take up again where they left off. And uh, their husband had said that uh, this person is going to start a special treatment uh, for this disease. Uh, what, What should this person, I think they're wanting to know, what should they do? to encourage their friend is there something they should do to encourage them to move forward and that everything is uh, you know going to be made the best of i would say share resources yes as you hear about them read about them um share them with that person encourage them offer to go with them hey 
I heard there's a support group. Mm -hmm. I'm happy to go with you because that's a really scary thing to walk in there by yourself to a group of people you don't know and talk about a highly emotional impact to your life. Right. And then while that individual is at the support group, again, you hire a Rosa to go in and care for the patient while the patient's loved one is at the support group to become better educated on how to handle that. You know, support sometimes mean ju- means just being right there. Yeah. Just so the patient doesn't always go to the support group. Correct. Either. Correct. Because again, the the loved one, the primary caregiver, and oftentimes it's the spouse or the adult daughter or son or whomever, mm-hmm. right? They need a safe space to process their own emotions. So aside from and time is 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 valuable. Or, you know, I mean, you just, or invaluable. I mean, you just can't put a price on time. And oftentimes the the caregiver is extremely exhausted because caring for a loved one with a brain disease, it's it's not an easy road to hope. That's for sure. And so that's where it's important to have support people coming in, well-meaning family members or friends or, or wherever, or services like a rosa that we offer come in so that way the loved one can go out and receive respite sometimes if if they're not going to go to a support group or you know resource sometimes it's great just to go and walk the aisles of a of a mall or or a grocery store or what have you just to kind of get their own bearings it's so incredibly important part so if this person is taking they're saying some type of uh Mm-hmm. treatment uh it could be one of those drugs that you had said uh, was was uh just prescribed what would that does not cure it though you said no. there's no cure no this prolongs it it prolongs the early stage of the disease which gives them time it gives them time to make plans it gives them time for other drugs to come out possibly other treatments to come out it, it gives them time to to be with those loved ones, to not receive such um, such care that's expensive because it's more one on one, which is more expensive. So currently, right now, we have clinical trials going on all across the United States. In Tennessee, we have 33 clinical researchers who are working on research that are that is funded by the Alzheimer's Association. Some of the research is going on at UT Med Center in Knoxville. Some of it's going on right here at Vanderbilt University and Mary Medical. Some of it's going on at St. Jude's because there is a childhood dementia. Mm. Some of it's going on at um, UT Med School. So there's there's research going on right here in our own community money from this walk is coming right back here that is impacting people that live next door to us here in rutherford county um and i think that's an incredible gift to the community absolutely and what is the goal monetary goal for Mm -hmm. each walk that you all so every walk is is different Um, But Rutherford County has a goal to raise $240,000 this year. It is the second largest walk in Tennessee, with Nashville being bigger. Right. Um, So we have goals every month to try and move forward because you certainly don't want to wait until (laughs) October 28th and then 
let's raise it all right now. Right. You know, that day. So that's why we say go ahead, register your walk team now. Start your fundraising now. The fun thing about the Alzheimer's Association is we don't tell you how to raise the money. You get to decide. I do it differently every single year. I do different activities every year. Some people like to do the same thing every year. I have one friend that does a, a margarita day and they invite all their friends and family. They come by one afternoon. They pay a fee at the door. 100% goes to their walk team oh. and they get a margarita. They visit, they have fun, and then they you know, go home. And of course they learn about Alzheimer's. They do learn about it. Um, some people do lemonade stands mm. with their kids. Yeah. Those are a lot of fun because we're educating children about yes. it because they're in the home. Yeah. And I think people forget about that sometimes. Yeah. Why is grandmama acting like that? Exactly. They've mm -hmm. brought grandma home to mm -hmm. live with them because mm -hmm. grandma cannot live independently. Yes. You've got mom in, in kind of a sandwich. She mm -hmm. has children at home to care for and mom to care for. And we need to educate these children also yes. about this disease. And so we try to do that as we can. And we're very lucky. Rutherford County Schools, Murfreesboro City Schools, our children participate in this walk. They help raise money. They turn in their pennies, their dimes, their nickels. That's great. Um, and they learn about this disease. We go out into the high schools and actually teach the children as like special guests. Love it. Again, Love it. that uh, special Alzheimer's walk this year, October the 28th is Saturday, and that'll be at Siegel High School. We'll be back. This is our final break, so if you have a question, Get it to us quickly. 615-893-1450. Middle Tennessee football and basketball games are right here. This is Chip Walters on Rutherford County's Blue Raider Station. MTSU Sports on WGNS. Hi, this is Tina Fox at the Rutherford Farmers Co-op. Come see us for all your gardening needs. We'd have everything you want for those gardens and your lawns. If you're needing special gifts, or if you're trying to take care of your feathered friends and furry friends, please come see us. Tina, where are you located? The Rutherford Co-op is located at 985 Middle Tennessee Boulevard, just off of South Church. And you don't have to be a member to shop here. The Rutherford Farmers Co-op on Middle Tennessee Boulevard, just off South Church. If you're looking for an authentic relationship with financial experts who genuinely care about your unique needs, Capstar Bank is for you. Capstar Bank is dedicated to the people of this community. Capstar Bank wants to help you reach your financial goals. Because at Capstar Bank, you matter to us. Capstar Bank, 2230 Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard, capstarbank.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Few spotty showers and thunderstorms here this afternoon with mostly cloudy skies high in the upper 70s. Tonight's slight chance for showers and storms a low of 61. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently it's 65. Hi, this is Gator with Tire World Off-Road. We're your local rough country dealer. So when you're ready to add some character to your rig, ask for Gator at Tire World Off-Road on Memorial Boulevard. This is Sean Brown at Tire World on Broad Street. Online at tireworld.us. If you have something to buy, sell, or trade, call me. Weekday mornings at 7.50 for Swap and Shop. WGNS, AM, FM, and online. 
Welcome back. Our phone number is 615-893-1450. Our birthday club winner this morning, Rob McDaniel. Happy birthday to you, Rob. And our good neighbor of the day is Maria Johnson. Maria wins flowers from Jenny Harrison and the family at Ryan Flowers Coffee and Gifts. Rob, of course, receives that delicious banana pudding from our friends at the Slick Pig Barbecue. Our phone number is 615-893-1450. This is Senior Moments, the once a month segment that gives us some very important senior information. And we're talking about Alzheimer's disease and dementia today. Once again, we remind you that the Alzheimer's Memory Walk here in Murfreesboro is Saturday, October 28th at Siegel High School. And people need to get active on that right now. We do. We we are a little short of fundraising this month. Um, we need to raise $7,500 to meet this month's goal. Um, each month has a goal so that we can continue to move forward to that final $240,000. So every dollar helps. I mean, honestly, if you can give $5, if you give $1, that's a dollar that makes a change in somebody's life. So I shouldn't feel intimidated when you're talking about creating a group or, or getting a team together for the walk that if I say, oh, I only raised $200, that's okay. That is amazing. $100, if you raise $100, you get the walk t-shirt mailed directly to you. If you raise $500 or more, you become a part of our Champions Club. Okay. And, you know, what I do is um, we have a walk committee, which we're always looking for committee members. FYI, if you are out there and you're looking for a nonprofit opportunity, Uh, We are looking for committee members to help us plan this walk. It does take all year long to plan it. Mm. We have to get sponsors and and all the things. So um, you can participate that way. But um, I talk to businesses. Yes. We have somebody who works with friends and family teams. I work with businesses. I go in and talk with businesses. I say, you know, this is a great opportunity for your business. This is marketing for your business at no charge to you, really. Um, the fundraising money that you raise, um, gets your walk team out there. The more money you raise, the more, um, you start, uh, coming to attention on the website. If you become a champion, $500 or more then your walk team goes onto that special page. And let me tell you, this is a competitive group of people. (laughs) Everybody who participates in this walk, Um, They do it for a great reason, but we have some competitive friends out there and they check that champions page all the time. Competition is good. It is. Healthy competition is a fantastic thing. And I say, gosh, you know, you could get your business walk team on that champions page and people are checking that page out all the time. That's good. That's good. It's great. Before we leave, uh, Aaron, tell us a little more about how Arosa can help make life easier for the Alzheimer's patient sure. as well as the caregiver. Yeah, absolutely. So with Arosa, you know, we're an integrated care management and home care 
model. So on one side of the coin, you have licensed nurses, social workers, counselors, physical therapists, what have you. And so we are the um, individuals that will basically manage your loved one's care. And what that means, how that looks is basically, I, I like to view myself as a, as a professional daughter right? So my background is mental health counseling. Doesn't mean that I'm counseling my clients all the time. However, it does come into play and it's very, very helpful, especially when it comes to, you know, reality, what's real and what's not and how to, how to appropriately communicate your needs. But um, I would assist my client to his or her medical appointments and actually sit in and be engaged and involved in that communication and interaction with the physician and also navigate and be the conduit between the various specialties as far as the neurologist, the primary care physician, so on and so forth. So that's one side of the coin. And then on the other side, we have the non-medical, the caregivers. So those caregivers can go into the individual's home and help the primary caregiver, the loved one, with the ADLs, activities of daily living, assist with that light housekeeping, meal preparation, running errands, things of that nature. It's incredibly important and very helpful. So that's where it's a team model. And so I think uh, Arosa, well, I don't I know Arosa has been very, very beneficial and helpful in uh, with our clients that are diagnosed with Alzheimer's. Very good. So to f- learn more about Arosa, yes. what can... Yes. So um, here in the borough, we're at 143 Uptown Square. So they can reach us at 615-848- six seven seven four and they can always look us up online at arosa a-r-o-s-a care.com very good and dina before we leave tell us again the date of the alzheimer's walk and uh, how people can get more information certainly it's uh october 28th and uh it'll be at siegel high school we start registration at um 8 30 that's kind of just checking in Then we have our ceremony at 9 a.m. with our walk beginning at 9.30. If you would like to register for the walk, because we'd love to have you there. And let me add, you can fundraise for the walk and you do not have to attend the walk. We have some people where their work conflicts with the walk. You do not have to be there to fundraise. You can go to rucowalk.com to register. Dina, thank you so much for being here. What an awesome guest. Well, thank you. Dina O'Neill visiting with us along with Aaron Keel Rankin on this Senior Moments edition of The Action Line brought to you by Arosa Care. Special show coming up next. Don't you dare go away.